Welcome, my name is Kareem Kanji, and this is episode number 38. Before we get started on this week's episode, allow me to fill you in on one of our latest developments. For the past year and a bit, you've been able to listen uh, to the Welcome Podcast on girthradio.com or Mixcloud. A few weeks ago, I finally figured out how to create and maintain an XML file <sighs> and everything that goes along with that. So what that means is that it is now easier to listen to my conversations with interesting people in and around Toronto. So what do you do? You can now find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. For more info, just visit kareemkanji.com. In the meantime, if you find yourself in Toronto, if you live here or you're visiting, please consider coming down to Pacific Junction Hotel here at King and Sherbourne. The tacos are amazing and the drinks on tap are fantastic. And if the weather is cooperating, enjoy the amazing backyard patio. Okay, on with the show. Today, I speak with the woman behind the popular Blue Jays blog, Hum and Chuck, Joanna Cornish. In today's episode, we talk about the 2016 Blue Jays after their first 100 games, the very recent Melvin Upton trade, uh, women reporting on baseball, and the issue of athletes and domestic abuse. Hope you enjoy this episode. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. To the big one. Where is it? The, the where they hold it now? Oh, the Phoenix. The Phoenix. Which I don't like that venue. And it was like a, <laughs> it was a massive lineup, and it was so huge. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and it used to be like more intimate, and I told them, and I actually I've suggested, like I was at one, like I did one one year. I saw a photo. I don't think I, I was at. Yeah, that one, I, I was. Saw. I did. I did do one, and now I feel like I'm. It's too big, and I, I'm not invited anymore. So. Yeah, like I don't get to be on stage anymore. So. I miss. Uh, they there was the my favorite one, was when they were. Um, it was a ladies panel. Yeah. So I think two ladies from the national team. Yeah. Were and on Alex Brudnicki, Alexis Brudnicki. Yes. She writes. She's a for, writer. Yeah, she is, and she's blonde. Canadian yeah. Baseball Network and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she works for the Jays too. Oh, she does. Yeah. What does she do for the Jays? Do she you does know? stats, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I don't quite know what she does, but she she uh, she works like they're okay. Like it, with uh, with the, sort of the season, they hire them for whatever many months, and then sure. they, I guess they lay them off, and then it's like a freelance kind of thing, and they bring people back on. So it's like not a permanent seasonal. job; it's like a, more of a seasonal thing. Yeah, yeah. that's so, cool. Yeah. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. one. And actually, that's I I think I was that maybe where you saw me because I was at that one too. And okay, I thought that was great. Did you speak at that one? No, but okay. I think. I thought that was great because for the longest time, I didn't know women played baseball. Like, I'm a I baseball fan. I thought it was fan, softball. I thought, and softball. I, thought, I thought you got to a point you played with the boys until you were about 12. Yeah. Or 12 or 13. And yeah. then you had to go play softball. And then, but I didn't know women were playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And they got to go, they went to the Pan Am Games and were, um, they had like second place. And it was like, they got a silver medal out of that. And that was the first time 
baseball women's baseball had been played at a big like international event like that Mm -hmm. yeah that was fun yeah and those women they do it like completely it's a completely passion thing because they don't make any money there's no money and there's no like it's not like they're they're getting like 82 million dollars or whatever it is like that they have to go a lot of them are teachers one was a cop yeah yeah she was a cop i think she worked for halton she was like right. Halton. actually and, and i found out so I, I i i'm in cub scouts i'm a leader yeah and one of the other leaders there his daughter is on the team and she i can't remember her name but she's the youngest player yeah on the team awesome um and and he's and the reason i found out is he was wearing the gear and i go so you like baseball because oh my yeah. daughter's on the team and I go, what awesome yeah it's amazing. Said, that's amazing. amazing that's so so cool yeah Cool, cool. You're comfortable with I'm how you with yes. how you're sitting. Yes. I just I'm need you this, but I'm... closer on the mic. Sure. And then otherwise, otherwise, otherwise we're I'm good. good? Okay. Yeah. Let me just. They're they're funny seats. They are kind of funny seats. Am that I better way. here? Yeah. Better here. Am I close? close yeah, yeah. 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 I can catch. If I you. moved this and I did this instead. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> and slouch. Yeah. That's why people in radio do this all the time. Cause oh, because, yeah, yeah, they just they, they just rest. Like if you watch, like, if you watch Bob McCowan or somebody who's done radio for, like, a million years, and yeah. you see him, like, they, I don't know if they do this anymore, but on Sportsnet, they, they have the thing where they show him, they show them, like, in the studio recording. That's right. He's like this all the time. And that's how he talks. People have said he's bored as well. Um, I think he's really close to retirement, but it's just bringing in, and he's trying to get a little bit more cash. But, yeah, he's yeah. just, he is, I bet you he is bored. And yeah. he, he's at a point where he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Basically. And they're not going to fire him. They're not going to no. do anything. What it's is, just, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. He's the, people still say he's the one that brings in the cash. Yeah. he's That's the most popular show on that network. Yeah. By far. Which is crazy, right? It is. I think he'd be good for the podcasting genre. If he wanted to. I think he could sit in his house. Yeah. And set up something like this and just talk about whatever because he has a lot of connections too yeah he just bring his friends over to his place yeah and he I've, my favorite story is when he talked I forget he talked about how with Gary Bettman he, Gary Bettman was on his bad list at one point like he says it has like a list yeah yeah, yeah people yeah. he won't talk to and Gary that's Bettman right. was on the list for a little while he goes but then he got off the list and then it was like a whole long but he knows everybody that's the thing he they, does they, they've known every, you know it's that kind would of a small cool. community so we've timed this well okay with the Jays trade yeah that was that's that happened pretty exciting. Today. Yeah, yeah that is pretty exciting so Melvin Upton comes from the Padres. Yep. We give the Padres a bag of marbles. Hansel Rodriguez so, so. is his name. Yeah, he's Hans- 19 years old. <laughs> I believe he's Venezuelan and he's a pitcher and he's one of those drafted like international free agent kids that get drafted at 16 and Yeah. Apparently he's got a big upside, but the way the team is designed, they're designed to win like right now. Like now. So so they're not going to wait for to see if some kid's got something because he's in low I think he's in low A right now or A somewhere rookie league somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's win now basically. so this is does this raise the ceiling or does it raise the floor for the Jays my thinking it it, it, it raises the floor you know I, yeah. I don't know whether he's a starter no like he's might... from what I understand listening all sort of afternoon where they talked about it incessantly um on sports radio i believe they i believe what it's going to be is that he's kind of going to be a fourth outfielder yeah so he's going to um so zeke is gone i don't think he's this is where it gets a little complicated yeah i don't know how they're going to fit them all in but i have a feeling mr it's hard not to call him bj by the way he was known as bj upton for (laughs) ever and he was a tampa bay ray 
forever. He was one of those players. One right? of those players, and he was always he always like was like a thorn in the Jays' side, and yeah, he was yeah. always there, and he was kind of a phenom. He was drafted oh, second yeah, he overall. Was. He was really, really, you know, really well thought of, and he was always around. And so, and even today, they talked to somebody from the the um, Tampa Bay Times, I think, that one of the newspapers there has followed him his whole career, and they said it's really hard not to call him BJ. Because at just one point... I thought they were two different people. No, it's the same dude. It's I thought, the okay, same this dude. must be a brother. This must be a son. No. He's been around forever, it seems. Yeah, he has been. He's been around. I think he was with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays for when they were still the Devil Rays, and I think it was eight yeah. seasons. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so fourth outfielder. Yeah, and I think um, I think turf toe, which is what uh, Jose Bautista has, yeah. is an incredibly painful... It's I, basically... So what is that? It's not like you th- it's almost a broken toe. It's basically... No, he's, it's got to do with... From what I understand, it's got to do with the ligaments between that attach your, um, the ball of your foot to your big toe. Okay. And so when they tear a little bit or when yeah. they get stretched out, it's incredibly painful. Like when you walk, you push off the, the ball of your feet. That's right. Right? Or it's like a way of the, how your foot bends. And yeah. so that's why you have a big toe and, and it, like it's sort of just, that's how you walk basically so so for he's those just, who don't know how to walk yeah, how or, or, or people are like i don't know do i do is this how i walk or like but that that is it that's the um from what i understand i don't know anything about physio like i had never even heard of turf toe until he had it so. yeah but apparently football players get it uh ballerinas get it because wow. it's got to do with your the ligaments okay in, like how the, the sort of ten the stuff that attaches yeah, the yeah. ball of your foot to your big toe to the big toe and it's very painful and all like you can't do anything to it to make it better you just rest it that's why he was in the boot for however ah, long i was wondering what is this yeah. just say it's a broken toe no it's what not it's it? not it's, it's not, not even it's that. not nothing to do with bones it's got to do with the ligaments and Weird. it's kind of and apparently he just jammed it in the outfield wall yeah yeah that's it why it seemed like, so weird yeah the baseball has the weirdest injuries it's it's a true story right like russell martin what, what happened to him he fell asleep in the sauna no he but it sounded dangerous after like he well fainted he, or something. yeah he and this is something actually i've done so when i heard it i was okay. like i haven't fainted in the shower but i have fainted more than once mm-hmm. and if i get days like this when it's really really hot yeah if you don't eat and you get he they just played in the they were in arizona the couple days before and he probably got a little dehydrated yeah you spent a little time too much time in the sauna and you might just clock out and he uh yeah he fainted standing in the he felt weird and so he went in the sh- like the cool shower which yeah. is one way you can kind of bring yourself back but he fainted That's he crazy. said he didn't eat so he didn't eat very much before like if you he... think about where his head could have landed completely it's crazy completely he could have yeah. cracked his skull open quite easily yeah but didn't no thank goodness woke up covered half <laughs> covered in the shower curtains which is what he said which i thought was really funny but yeah that Where are those photos? Someone's yeah, got, exactly. Someone's exactly. Got, somebody. Got photos of that. Somebody, yeah. Um, Joanna, you have a website. I do. Called Hum and Chuck. Yeah. Um, I had no clue that, that what that was. I was looking at it, and, and I, for forever, mm-hmm. uh, I thought, okay, here's this person named Hum. No. <laughs> Although people have thought they were or like, humming. somebody somebody, somebody has human. Someone said it's like human D Chuck. And I was like, it could be like my public enemy website, like it's Chuck D. That's right. <laughs> um, but no, I was like, uh, and actually somebody, Greg Zahn asked me, who's Chuck? Because when I met him, okay, he follows me on Twitter and he's ah. like, it says hum and Chuck. He, so, he thought I was hum and somebody, and more than one person has thought that it's like, it's like There's a married, people. it's a married person sure, sure. Twitter account. Yeah. But no, hum and Chuck is a, um, 
it's a baseball term. If you say like sort of an old timey baseball term where it's like uh, that boy can hum chuck, it's kind of a pitching thing. It means yeah. he can pitch. And somewhat inspired by my father who kind of came up with the theory, it's like your hum is your fastball yeah. and your chuck is like your off speed selection. So your curveball, ah. your knuckleball, your change up, your. So um, usually uh, guys, they go in with like, you need to have a fastball, but you yeah. also need to ha offer something else because they're going to hit it if you just sort of lay it in there. Yeah. So, and I also sort of made it into like a life philosophy. Sometimes you have to go hard at stuff and be aggressive. And sometimes you have to sort of sit back and be a little more clever and go around the side or kind of. Nice. So that's what hum and chuck is. Uh, yeah. I, I had to go through your website. Okay, what the heck does this mean? What does mean? that mean? Yeah. Yes. It is kind of, it is kind of strange. But as soon as I explain it, people go, oh. I get it. Yeah. Get so it. So there's no human de-chuck There's here. no human de-chuck. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with public enemy. It's, it's fine. I'm not married to a guy named Chuck. It's okay. Or where does the name hum come from? You would think, what name is hum? I've yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be somebody's nickname, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you, you mentioned your dad um, sort of going through the philosophy of that name yeah. is he the one that uh, got you into baseball uh yes my father played baseball when he was younger okay he's a pitcher he's a left-handed pitcher um people were interested in him when he was a teenager awesome um, and then he coached my brother when uh, my brother was a teenager mm -hmm. through all the way up through his sort of middle school years and into high school and he, my brother was drafted by the kansas city royals in 1996 we don't like that team i know we don't like that team <laughs> I had forgiven them until this year, and then I was like, "No, it's over. It's been twenty years. You're out of you're out of goodwill." Um, but he was drafted in the fortieth round, so not very, not particularly high. But he was, you know, one sure. of somebody once said, "It's the best." He was one of the best a thousand of his generation. There and I'm you like, go. That's true. That the is a very billions small, of people. Yeah, he's a. It's a very small number of people that are actually drafted. So that is cool. But for various reasons, that didn't work out. But I mm -hmm. have had. Um, he, my father's always been a big baseball fan. Yeah. And actually, when I came home from university, I was living at home, and um, I started watching Sunday Night Baseball with my father, wow. and I would just hang out. So I, I was not not interested when I was younger. Like, I remember very vividly the World Series yeah. in 92 and 93. Yeah. Like, I remember specific things about that. Nice. Um, but I sort of went away from it. Like, I watched a lot of youth baseball, because I watched my, my brother. Like, sure. I watched my brother's team and that kind of thing, okay. and I watched my dad coach. But, excuse me. Um but I didn't really get back into it until I was in my 20s and um, and done university. And and then around that time, the whole sort of internet aspect of baseball fandom was mm -hmm. sort of blossoming. Nice. Yeah. So. What um, what websites were you reading? Um, Deadspin, the original version of Deadspin. I watched, or, or watched, I read a lot. <laughs> um, Fire Joe Morgan was one I used to, because it was really funny. And it was just about basically bad sports journalism. Okay. And which is always really funny because that's the kind of the thing what what new new media people kind of that's one of the things they do is they they take the they make fun of the people in like the, the old school yeah old school version of of stuff and also because this the sort of more old school guys got a little bit lazy too like they they got a little bit too rested on the laurel, their laurels a little bit and so mm -hmm. some of the newer people came up and introduced things like stats and and um yeah. like like news like sort of sabermetrics and that yeah. sort of thing and and there was so yeah i read that um batter's box is a it's jay's themed website that i used to visit and i used to have game chats and i used to participate in those a little bit oh wow so yeah. you were a geek i was a geek yeah yeah and do you still are you, are you still no. into that no no i mostly um visit sort of the normal kind of 
mainstream Jays logs, like okay. uh, Blue Jays Nation. I followed I followed um, Andrew Stoughton for like his entire career yeah. of like of baseball blogging. So through Drunk, Day, Drunk Jays fans, and I like, missed that blog. Store. I missed that blog too. <laughs> that was a funny, funny blog. Yeah, but um, in the Dallas Steeb and uh, Blue Jay Hunter, Ian yes. Hunter is a great. Great still individual. Away. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, but that's the thing. We're all kind of still at it. It's yeah. kind of think it's funny, but we all started at the same time. Ironically enough, uh, the Dow of Steve and I started on the exact same day. Oh wow! In two thousand seven. Yeah. Now he's his website has been picked up by Sportsnet. Sportsnet. So he writes for Sportsnet now. That's amazing. So, yeah. That is really really cool. Yeah. Um. So, let's talk about the Jays. They okay. they've finished a hundred games. Yep. Um. In both ways, it seems like, wow, that's been a long time. And in other days, it's like already 100. Yeah, I this it's whole crazy. summer, I can't believe it. When I, they taught, they said the August long weekend is like next this weekend. Like Colin <laughs> Bellow is back. Yeah, I know. Like, that's the he, thing. And well, it he's felt not like back, was, but he's, he's uh, his suspension, his is, suspension done. is over. So, so this is this is the thing. Like the summer in general has flown and the Blue Jays season has also it's flown. It's too fast. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, we talk about Colin Bellow. Okay. Um, your thoughts on, on, like, do you have an opinion whether he took stuff he obviously took something. Yeah. There's uh, no doubt. I think I have no doubt that he had that substance in his bloodstream. Sure. And I, how that actually got into his bloodstream is a little bit more complicated. Yeah. I don't have obviously all the information. And all I have to say about that is that I watched the interview when he's talking yes. about it. And if he's lying, he needs to move to Los Angeles and become an actor because. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I think he's. This he's, guy doesn't look like he's alive. He's convinced. Yeah. Either convinced himself or something's going on. But yeah. like when I watched that, I didn't think. Um, I was never angry at him about it because I think. Sure. I, I just don't get angry about uh, performance and drugs in general. But mm -hmm. um, was there a time when you were angry? No. No, you never. Okay. No. I remember being angry. Really? Yeah, I remember emailing the Jays. Really? One really? year. Ooh. Saying, what am I supposed to say to my son? <laughs> and now I'm like, it's whatever. Well, it's like, I think. Allow I, them to take the what thing, they want. Well, to I don't, I don't necessarily think that because I think the, the comp, the, the issues I have with performance enhancing drugs is when it, it's not so much the big leaguers that are taking them because mm -hmm. they have, they have a lot of money and they have people that take care of them. Sure. They have high priced doctors. They have people watching them. They have people. It's when. It becomes like I always think of the kids in the Dominican Republic, for instance, that oh. are told, like if it becomes a trend, like, if it becomes necessary or a thing that happens in the big leagues, the potential for abuse within the, either even the minor leagues, in high school systems, in basically kids, people playing baseball who were not big leaguers are the ones I'm concerned about mm. with performance enhancing drugs because you get all sorts of you buy you can buy crazy things on the black market. You can buy. Yeah. things and even it's even things like as basic as sharing needles like the mm. the like the, the health implications of these things it's yeah. just not it's just not something i think they should turn a blind eye blind eye to and i think i don't think they should not do it necessarily because of the sanctity of the game but i think because it's just better health wise to not sure yeah to not let them just run rampant with it yeah yeah, because I'm, they're all they're all using substances. They're they're chewing tobacco on the field, and that is an accelerant. That's like a, yeah. a thing that gives you a bit of a buzz. Yeah, it's the, it's the only sport where they let you 
use a substance like that on while they're playing. Now, has that been banned now? I thought... No. What's happened is that several um, cities, the city of Boston, for instance, San Francisco, possibly New York, Boston and San Francisco for sure, What's happened is that they've banned chewing tobacco at every baseball field in within the city limits. Okay. So that includes Fenway Park or I can't think of AT&T Park. Wherever San Francisco plays, I can't think yeah, of the yeah, top yeah. of my head. But um, where the bay is. I only remember um, Candlestick. That's, that's right. That I'm thinking that like, they don't play there anymore. No. Um, um, they, but you can't, you can't use tobacco within the confines of those parks so ah. they just made it it's become at, at like a city level where they ban it i thought mlb was banning it for some reason no the players association would have a, a big issue with that because really? it's such an accepted part of culture wow it's very it's very interesting the issue of tobacco is very very interesting and um actually tony Gwynn dying of yeah of can't have mouth cancer yeah. is probably might be the thing that changes the culture well, there was someone i can't remember who it was Someone who played in the All Star Game. Chris Sale said he quit after That's right. after um, after what Chris Sale was famous for before he cut up some. So jerseys. does he? Let's let's talk serious about Chris Sale. Okay. Okay, it's hard to. I sorry, I, I, I little giggle there, but it, it takes a certain type of individual to go nuts. Yeah. It sounded like now I I don't know whether those are the facts that he cut up every. He he did do that. Yes. He did. Yeah. He cut up every single jersey. Yeah. Like you've got to be somewhere in a headspace to do that. Um, he was really he what he's talked about in the post post doing that. What yeah. he says makes sense when he says he talked about how he thinks that the White Sox were more concerned with um, sort of PR and making money than about winning, winning a game, which I thought was interesting. And also, normally the pitcher, like the Chicago White Sox pitch starting pitcher, is allowed to choose. The yeah, uniform. I didn't know that was a thing. That was that's apparently a thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's like that everywhere, but it's certainly like that in Chicago. And um, he wasn't extended that courtesy, and he lost his mind or something. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine. And the fact that he used a knife, which to me is like even more crazy. Like you have to be pretty crazy to cut up with scissors, but to take a knife to jerseys is pretty. Yeah, Stacy May tweeted something that sort of stopped me from laughing about the whole thing. Said, "Okay, maybe there's something up with this dude." Um. If in another situation, if somebody came to your office, for instance, thing, so yeah. for instance, and took a knife to, I don't know, desk chairs or something, you that person would be arrested and they would be taken away. Yeah. They would not be sent home for five days and kept at home. No. So, yeah. So. You know what I mean? So it's it's like we have different expectations, I guess, of, or there's different, yeah, I guess expectations and and it's but it was just a crazy story that's one i'm sad there's no video like honestly that would have been an interesting video because but like he waited till they went to for for batting practice and <laughs> and honestly they had they had um they had like the jersey giveaway thing and the, yeah i saw the, pictures the press, the they're tr- all wearing they're all like they're all out there with the with the <laughs> the press got them they were in the press box and everything and then they come out with the with the different jerseys that have like the band that says socks across them and they're like wait a second <laughs> and then people said uh where's chris sale and they thought he was traded and then and then they, somebody said he's got the flu so he couldn't he yeah, couldn't play yeah, yeah. and then um and sometimes when they say a player's got the flu that means he's hung over that is uh, sometimes that's a code okay not that i'm running rumors like that but fair enough that's but some but then but then ken rosenthal who seems to know everything said he's got sources that saying he doesn't have the flu and then all of a sudden and he's not drunk <laughs> yeah and then he's like he doesn't have the flu and he's not sick he just they sent him home and then this whole thing came out 
that he took a knife to Jersey's. I think I don't know for sure, but I think he cut off the collars. The collars were are really stupid. Oh yeah, it was like a sh- like, like a, a big, shirt collar, like a big like imagine a golf a golf shirt, and yeah. then it's got like a like big, massive big collar because it's from 1976, so they had big collars in 1976. I have a shirt like that. I'm afraid to wear sometimes. <laughs> Just cut it off. Do it for sale and take a knife to it. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's crazy because he didn't. They thought he was skipping us because he's on the trade block. Like. Like they're they're yeah. they're looking to to move him for some reason. I don't I don't really know why they're moving him. They have him for a whole other. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, and they have him for sure. like under contract, very favorable. And the White Sox were really good at the to start of the season, so there's no indication that they'd perhaps not be good again, or yeah. or you know like it's there's no reason they can't be good next year, other than the the White Sox, and maybe they're always bad. Maybe they're know. yeah they're the White Sox it's perpetually bad. Let's get back to the Jays. Okay. For 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 a second, so. Let's go through the positions. Okay. Let's start with first base. We got Smoke, Colabello, and I guess Encarnacion. We'll put him at first base. Yeah, that's. Well. I would put I would put Encarnacion over Colabello because you know Colabello can't Fair play enough. in the um, playoffs because he was suspended. So his his use to the team is going. I think it's he's very going to limited. spend. Yeah, he's only going he's to stay in the minors. He, I think he's going to spend the rest most of the rest of the season in Buffalo. So that's the thing, eh? If you get suspended, you're, you're automatically you, you can't be on the playoff roster because oh. they change them. Like they adjust the playoff roster as um, as the season. Like the like you have a different play. You can call there's September call ups, and yeah. then they send yeah. they then they send a certain number of them that can't be on. For instance, Mark Burley wasn't on the playoff roster that's last right. year. He sat on the bench, like yeah. he was in the dugout, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he wasn't on. He couldn't pitch yeah. because he wasn't on the playoff roster. That's right. That's right. Okay, I didn't know. So, yeah. what, what are your, your thoughts on first bases here? Um, Edwin Encarnacion is one of the best hitters in baseball, he's so he's monster. fine. And he's he's, oh, I love that man. And um, he uh, plays a fine first base. I don't think why he, why aren't people chanting his name for MVP? Um, because his numbers aren't good as Josh Donaldson's, basically. Basically, that's the only reason. That's that's the only reason he's put up a very he's put up a monster season. He's going to make a hell of a lot of money yeah. in free agency coming when it happens. Um, but yeah, and Justin Smoke is people freaked out when they signed him to an extension. But to me, he'll just play the Justin Smoke role he plays right now, which is yeah. a little defense off the bench, yeah. late inning defense at first base. Um, he's got a little pop in his bat. He walks sure. more than the average person and. I, I, he's he's fine. He's like he sw- has a, his swing gets a little long, and he he doesn't really recognize the curveball like ever. Yeah. So, but so he's a little frustrating to watch. He was a little frustrated. He think he left five men on base last night, which was a little frustrating. But mm. um, and swings at a curveball like every single time, <laughs> like every single time he strikes out on a curveball, and it's just when like, I'm playing oh. baseball on the computer, I, that's it yeah. looks so inviting. I know, and you just <laughs> want to do it, and it obviously it's obviously a lot harder than it appears. But yes. <laughs> My God, is it frustrating to watch? But he's 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 fine. I don't. People are thinking he's going to be the starting first no, baseman. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's just going to be. He's just going to be Justin Smoke. Yeah, he'll play. He'll he'll spell Encarnacion so Encarnacion can DH. Yep, and get know, Edwin off his off his feet a little yeah. bit. And also, people talk to act like he's not tradable. But I'm like, he's got a very nice contract. He's people mm-hmm. like extra years. People like an extended contract. Usually, yeah. like a little like who's not a lot of money. You can just. His sure. defense plays like that's that's yeah. just you know you could package him with somebody else and trade him quite oh, for easily sure. for sure so um jay's re-sign edwin what do you what do you what do you think um i think he'd like to stay i don't know if yeah he's gonna get paid no matter where he goes um 
I would love to see him. Like they talk about, oh, he's got a bad body and he's yeah, he's old, but he's this he's on he's I think he's I think he's a month older than Russell Martin. So this is like you know what I mean. Like this is like they're all Tulowitzki and Martin and Josh Donaldson's a little younger, but they're all sort of in the same kind of yeah thing. But it's entirely about years and how much money the Jades are going to put up. I don't think it's anything to do with not wanting to to like or wanting to get out of Toronto or sure. any of that stuff. I think. That's the sort of the deal with free agents is that you have to understand that they're free agents and he's going to want to get. And he gets to choose where he wants he to gets go. To, and he gets to choose his contract yeah. and he gets to choose. He gets, he basically is in the driver's seat. And you know what? He's played well enough to earn that. That's so true. I hope he comes back. I, I would love for him to yeah. retire a Blue Jay. I would absolutely love it. Can you imagine? He started, what was his nickname? E5? Yeah, I hate that nickname. The people still use it, and I yell at people about it because. But it said, was true. He was. It was true. But I said it's just as easy to type ee, and it's just. I'm like, we got that from. It was the Reds broadcast. Um, yeah, that, that, that was made that up, and and I said the only thing we want from the Reds is Joey Votto. It's the only thing we should get want from the Reds. We should not be taking nicknames for Fair Edwin, enough. Edwin Encarnacion. Fair enough. Second base, mm-hmm. we got Barney Goins mm-hmm. and Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Travis's game. Uh, Devin Travis is a very, very nice little hitter. Yes. He's a very, very good hitter. Uh, his defense is... he's got is, some pop in his back. Yeah, he's he's a very, very good hitter. He's got he's very smart at the plate. Yeah. He works really hard. And um, he's one of those pocket-sized guys that you like. I like him. Was, yeah, I like him too. He's, he's good. Yeah. He's very, very good. I really like him. Uh, I'm glad we have Barney. I do too. He's played really well. Yeah. These sort of He sm- plays all over the place. Yeah, these sort of like uh role playing players yeah, are yeah. almost the difference. Usually the difference between championship teams and not championship teams is like it's because every t- not every team, but a lot of teams have stars. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of really good players, but it's the sort of the role players that fill in yeah. the gaps where they might need to sort of Yeah. yeah. That's so true. But yeah, but I I really like Devin Travis a lot. And we got him for Anthony goes and Anthony goes is What's having some problems. to him? <laughs> he's in. He, he's in. He quit a team or something like that. Yeah, he got into a fight with the manager. He's he's in the Detroit system. He's now double A. He's, he's in double. Yeah. He got bumped down to double A. He said he Jeez. hates all media, which maybe he does, and you know it's just sort of a bad bad attitude. Yeah, kind of thing. But I don't know. Sometimes I think these guys come along and they've always been the best player on their team. That's how you end up in the big leagues is you're the best you player. Have to be, who, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you're just the best guy. And sometimes when you are no longer the best guy or something's not quite working, yeah, then you can get a little frustrated and act kind of like an idiot. And that might be what's going on here. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, but I like second base. Absolutely. Uh, I love third base. Oh. Sorry, not third base. We missed shortstop. Shortstop. Yeah. Um, Troy Tulowitzki. Troy Tulowitzki is just the best. He's back. Oh, he's so back. <laughs> <laughs> he's so back. Watching him play, I could watch him take ground balls. He's got that weird thing where he's got to go around the ball. He's constantly moving. I think, uh, was it? It might have been Brennan Kennedy for the Toronto Star that had, there was like a, a piece he wrote where a ballerina from the Toronto yes, Ballet. I remember reading that. Analyzed yeah. the way he moves. And the way this guy moves towards a baseball is... It's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, like he needs to be in motion to make yeah, it work. And it's just, it's fluid and it's, it's just great. He's just a great player. And he can hit, he's hitting now and he just seems like he's really come into his own. Yeah. And you remember that Troy Tulowitzki is one of the best players in baseball. That's so and, true. And he's just, he's just fantastic. Yeah. I really like him. 
Um, some guy named Josh Donaldson. That guy. Yeah, Third base. Yeah, he's. Really I didn't good. realize he's. I always thought he was like a very young player. No, he's thirty. He's a, he's a he's a which late, is still young. <laughs> which is the thing. Like this is the thing. Like in in baseball terms, I'm like my God, he's an old man. But in, in every other kind of turn, like yeah. thing, you're like he's he's a kid. He's just getting started. Yeah, and he's he's like a really. He's just a really special player. Like he is not only a, a really talented player, but he's got a really good attitude. He plays really he does, hard, eh? and he's like really. He's very likable. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's very likable. He like he he hasn't done anything wrong you know what i'm saying like i don't want to say he's a, he's a perfect human being he's not and he's definitely no. not because i think i think he's the kind of guy that if you didn't have him on your team you would be you like, hate him i hate that guy yeah. yeah but he's just so um i don't know if you saw this but they somebody got a video of him there was a really bad call by the home plate umpire and um you could see josh donaldson sort of loudly say something about you're drunk, ump, or something like that. <laughs> like, and you could see it, like, he could read his mouth, and he's sitting there going, you're drunk, ump. And it's really, it's really fantastic. Like, really fantastic, because it was a terrible call. It was a really terrible call, but it's the kind of thing, you know, um, you get away with a little bit. Well, there was bit, that guess, call on Saunders to end, I don't know if it was. That was the other, that was the, was that, that Friday's was the call. game? Was that, what, when was that? That was. That was Friday's game. Yeah, it was Friday's Saturday game. Saturday was the blowout. Like, I yeah. think I wrote, I think I wrote this on my blog. I it almost I, bounced to the place. I know, and I said he had to like bring it up twice to get it. I said it would have been less obvious it had, had it been, it been airlifted by helicopter into the strike zone because seriously, the guy lifted it from the ground and like. Good catching. You <laughs> well, it's just, it's actually not even good catching because usually umpires don't like it when you're, when you oh. frame it that obviously, because yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, you're kind of not respecting it in a way. I don't know. They get, umpires are strange, like a strange creature and the little, the little sort of interaction between catcher and umpire. Yeah. Or something that's kind of sort of the un underscoring of a baseball game. That's sort of the interaction. So, oh, so I got an update here. Okay. Uh, Josh Donaldson is homeward on a 2-2 two -two count. Has. Of course he did. And of course, Bautista scored. Of course he did. Yeah, as you do, because Bautista always gets home base. That's right. We'll and he, okay, he's the best. He's 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 the best. Okay, but let's stay okay, with we Josh. Have to, yeah, we have to stay with Josh for a second. Yeah, we, we gotta go around. Gotta go around the horn, as they say. Um, he's having, according to the numbers, a better year. Yep. Than he had last year. Last year yep. he won the MVP. Yep. Um, does he win the MVP again, or do they go back to, um, oh, what's his face, center fielder, for? The they call him the best player in baseball. The young kid, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Why did Mike I forget Trout, that name? I don't know because he's very underrated. He's like almost. He's so. He's not underrated, he's but so he's so quiet. Quiet and yeah. like he doesn't have fancy hair and he doesn't. He's not stylish <laughs> and he's he's just really, really talented. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know the the thing. Sometimes though, in the baseball writers, they they vote for these MVP things and they talk about how usually they look at like the team the guy's playing for and what does he mean to the team it's not mm. necessarily mvp is not always considered the best player it's mm -hmm. like who was the most valuable to your team yeah, yeah, yeah. and the angels are going nowhere fast oh, so, yeah. oh, so they're they're a really they're they're not good and um because last year mike trout had arguably better numbers than mm. than yeah. josh donaldson and he he honestly mike trout puts up mvp numbers like every year every year i think since every he year. was born he's yeah been he's been yeah he was born since he was a rookie yeah oh yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't remember the year. I don't know if that was, I can't remember if that was his rookie year, but there was that whole debate between him and Miguel Cabrera. 
who was who was should have been the MVP. Yeah. And based on sort of the advanced statistics, like the sabermetric kind of statistics, yeah. Mike Trout had better numbers, but the old school statistics, it was Miguel Cabrera. Who average home average run. home run. Was that triple? Was that the triple crown? I think he won the triple. I think and yeah, I think if he won the triple close. crown that year. Yeah. I think. But um, and also Miguel Cabrera is just insane. So like a fantastic baseball player, so good at hitting. Injured and, um, or not, he's seen he's just like I watched that guy hit batting practice once when the Tigers were in town, and it's just like easy power, just like easy over the just like just sticks his bat out and off like it no goes. Effort. Yeah, he's just he's honestly just and he seems to have a really good time playing baseball. So now people are saying that the age of Josh Donaldson, mm-hmm. um, he, the way he's playing now. Mm-hmm. And his contract make him a perfect um, person to trade. Very valuable. That's a very... Very attractive sure. to other teams, sure. which would mean lots of stuff coming back sure. to the Jays. <laughs> You're not buying this. No. So assuming, assuming that Jays get no one back, so Edwin doesn't come back, Bautista doesn't come back. You're not trading Sa- Josh Donaldson, are you? Saunders, <laughs> Saunders doesn't come back. Um, Dickie doesn't come back. Um, do you, is, is, is Josh Donaldson still young enough to be, have a team built around him? Absolutely. Yeah. Because you still have, like, you're not going to trade him because some of the talk, I think it was John Morosi who decided to be idiotic and say yeah, yeah. that they should trade him to the Dodgers for some reason. Andrew Stone's favorite person. I yeah. Think. Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> John Morosi has, has con- like consistently ridiculous things to say. And it seems like he just does it to like stick it to Jay's fans. It's like, we can't like, it's for, it's been thoroughly debunked why they're not going to trade Edwin or Jose yeah. before the trade deadline. So they're like, let's just talk about trading Josh Donaldson. Why? Just cause. <laughs> so I think he's he's younger. Like they still have Troy Tulowitzki for, and I think they have Troy Tulowitzki till 2018. And I think Russell Martin's contract same. runs out at the same. Yeah. So why would you trade someone who you can build a team around? Like we're talking about the core of guys here. Yeah. That so let's say it's let's say the three are, are Donaldson, Martin, and and Tulowitzki. Yeah you wouldn't trade one of those pieces because even if Edwin and Jose leave, the mm-hmm. core of that team is still really good. Yeah. So you're not going to trade a piece that you still have under contract for another year. Like that's, that's what I, like, that's what I mean. Like everybody's got, everybody likes controllable guys. Everybody True. likes guys who are under contract. So they're not going to give up. They're not going to give up him. Like, I just asked the question. No. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's, it's just like, I don't think I, I can't I can't see it. I think he's the kind of guy you build a team around. Yeah, and I think he, he I think he runs that clubhouse in a in a lot of ways. I think they changed. Do you think so? I think they've talked about and actually Russell Martin quietly does certain things too that that's a little different than how it was before those guys got there. Yeah, I think Bautista's still in there. Something. Yeah. Yeah. There's something definitely, but yeah. but I will also say that they didn't win with just Bautista in the clubhouse. No, fine. But you need a you need a it's not like basketball where like one person can make a huge difference. That's true. Right? That's true. Um okay, let's go behind the plate. Okay. Russell Martin, Josh Tolley. Um your thoughts on them this uh-huh. year so far. I would love to see Russell Martin's been great. He's yeah. been injured a little bit. His neck I think his neck is probably still bugging him and that's why he's not throwing out base runners and yeah. the, at the clip he was last year. But so people true. like to pretend that he's not hurt. But yeah. I think I think he's quietly 
suffering. That's the toughest position. <laughs> oh in God, it's like that's why that's why they move great hitters out of catcher. Yeah, really like quickly because they're like we don't want to wreck you because honestly it's like the, it's one of the dumbest things. You do squats basically for your, for your entire career. Yeah, you're squatting. Jeez, and I remember for I remember crouching. Hours, I know right? I remember and going up and down. That's crazy. Like I remember squatting, and my dad's like that's not how they squat. And then he showed me and I was like, Jesus, I was like, this is awful. Yeah. But like, but I think, um, I think he's really nice. I think he works with the pitchers really well. Yeah. I think he frames the baseball like it's art. I think. Um, and as Josh totally goes, um, he's fine. I, I think he's fine. He is there to catch Dickie. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I would like a, if they're looking at stuff to get before the trade deadline, a, a catcher with a little bit more offense like, mm. they might have to carry three catchers, two. Um, five outfielders. Five outfielders, <laughs> three, catchers. three catchers. You know, last year, I think people under sort of appreciated what Navarro did for that team. Because yeah, he yeah. he had a little bit of pop. He could, he caught, I think he caught. He was, he, he was basically a starting catcher. Basically, but else. he caught, yeah. he caught. And that's the only reason why he didn't stay with the Blue Jays is because he wanted playing to time. be a starter. Yeah. He wanted to be a starter, and he knew Fair that enough. Russell Martin was the man in going to be the starter. So, because yeah. he liked the team, he liked the city, he liked his like he liked living he liked here. Winning. He liked winning. That was that was great. Yeah. Like him with the picture with him and the cigar and the police hat is iconic as far as I'm concerned. Have you ever seen that thing? <laughs> I haven't. I think I remember I'll cigar. I'll tweet it to you. Send it's it great. To me. He stole it. He like he stole a hat from one of the cops, the Toronto police, and. <laughs> And he comes out and the reaction of like Sanchez and Stroman, they were just dying with laughter and he just looked like he owned nice Toronto. That is so Great. nice. Yeah. Um Kevin Pilar, center fielder. Uh he's a very, very nice defensive center fielder. Yeah. He really um Kevin Pilar is somebody that I admire quite a lot because this is a guy who was not the starting center fielder last year. The starting center fielder was That's Dalton Pompey. Right. And basically he played himself into a job and he made himself a star by making amazing catches. Yeah. And this guy was not drafted. This I think he was drafted in like the forty second round or something. Later he, than your brother. Later than my brother. Yeah. This is the thing. Mark Burley the year after was was drafted in the thirty thirtieth round thirty eighth round of wow. his draft and he had World Series and a perfect game and no hitter and like he had two no hitters and a World Series and That's a crazy. twenty year career. That's crazy. So you just never know. But anyway, Kevin Pillar had, um, I wish he'd swing at strikes, bless mm -hmm. his little heart, but he, he definitely, he definitely, um, he definitely works hard. Yeah. And he definitely, he's definitely, you know, something. And he's, by the way, the secret sex symbol of the Toronto Blue Jays. The secret sex symbol? Yeah. <laughs> I hear more women in the stands talking about him. With the glitter signs, and I'm gonna marry Kevin Pillar, even though he's already married. <laughs> and they really uh, more so than Josh Donaldson. Oh yeah, like this is the thing. I have never seen a glitter "marry me" sign about Josh Donaldson. Although he probably gets plenty. I mean, he's a single guy, and I'm sure he gets. And plenty. he's got the hair. He's got the hair. But Kevin, Kevin Pillar, people, women, certain women really love that guy. <laughs> really love him. I don't know what it is. He's int like I. He's not classically good looking. No. He's got, he's yeah. got, I don't know. I kind of want to see what his family looks like because like, <laughs> he's got like, honestly, one of the most unique faces I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Nobody else looks like that. Well, he's not like that other center fielder uh, that we had a few years ago. Uh, he's with Houston or he was. Oh, Cor uh, Colby Rasmus. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like a whole different other look. But that's the thing. Colby <laughs> Rastis's family, all of them look they kind look of like same. that. Yeah, they kind of, they're thinking they're all, they're, you know, they kind of have a look. Yeah. Yeah. 2 1 Toronto. Oh, fantastic. By the way. Okay. Um, let's go to right field. Right field. We got Zeke and we got Bautista out in right field. Bautista is obviously one of the best players in baseball. Is he really a bad fielder, though? Um, he was always, I think, just statistically, he was always kind of not the greatest fielder, but yeah. he had a superior arm. He had the arm. He had a fantastic arm. Which he doesn't seem to have anymore. Um, he hurt his shoulder last year, and I think secretly it's still kind of hurting. Was who was it against Texas, or no, was it against, it was against Baltimore? Baltimore. And he got pissed off. He got pissed off and tried to throw Took behind. Him out at first. Throw behind. Um, What's his name? Which he did twice last year. Tell he caught he caught two people at first. Was it last year or the year before? I don't remember. He's done it a couple times. He's yeah. quite he's quite saucy and he's kind of the best. He's the best at like sticking it to people cuz usually usually if you throw at someone and you miss them, they'll get you later in the game. Bautista gets you within in the same at bat. Same at bat. It's like him? you piss him off and he's like, "Yeah. <laughs> sorry, no. That's not going to happen today. You're not going to throw at me and I'm cuz I'm going to take you large." Yeah. He's for me. He's he's the Blue Jays. I know it's it's, um, it's tricky. Yeah, it's it's um, even if you take the bat flip away, and he doesn't do that, um, it's it's the stuff he does on the field. He takes he doesn't take crap from anybody. Um, he doesn't take crap from his bosses. It's true. You know, like not giving interviews. This is one of the things that was that was great. That was actually really right. Great I, his... I I loved that. Yeah. You know, he's. He doesn't have an angry voice. No. Um, He's just, I don't know. The first time I ever heard him talk about hitting back in the day when he first started sort of blossoming, when they yeah. started ta asking him about stuff, because before he was kind of a journeyman and didn't really. That's right. But when I first started hearing him talk about hitting, I thought this is a very, very smart person. Yes. Because I'm like, he's thought about this. He's considered this. He's thought about his own swing. He's yeah. thought about why it's not working. He's like... He's just and every ever since then everything every time he's talked about anything, he is sound. He just sounds really really intelligent and mm -hmm. he has a business mind. He has branding on his mind. He's yes. got business ventures. He's got he knows he understands business aspects of it and the sort of modern branding kind of aspects of it. I think that's why he follows like the planet Earth on Twitter because um, hmm. it's like part of it's like part of his way of like. Um, sort of reaching out to people, I guess you could yeah. say. I really, what I thought was funny was, I don't, I can't, I don't know if it was this year or last year, the Jays um, signed a deal with Pizza Nova. Yeah. And he goes out and signs a deal, deal with, with Pizza Pizza. 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 Yep. That's, That's hilarious. Thing. That's his own thing. You know? And Booster Juice, he own, actually owns a Booster Juice. Like he I've owns a, a franchise of yeah. Booster Juice. He just really likes it. And I bought the Cinnamon Toast Crunch with his picture on it. S me too. Yep. Because That's the only reason I bought it. I know. <laughs> I ate some of it. I'm like, it's fine. But I want this thing and because I liked the, the little piece of cereal with the beard with the on beard it. With the beard on it. I, I enjoyed that. That was so cool. But yeah, he's just he's just very, very aware. Mm-hmm. Very aware, very smart guy. Very, yeah. very smart guy. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that that home run that he hit with the bat flip was, there were four major home runs in Blue Jays history. One is Roberto Malamar's against uh, Dennis Eckersley yep. when he puts his arms up. Uh, one was Ed Sprague in the 92 World Series, that sort of pinch hit home run. That's the one I don't remember. It's it's in the the 
it's it's very famous. I'll have his, to go his, my... Yeah, just just look it up because he he was sort of off the bench mm-hmm. guy, pinch hit home run, and obviously Joe Carter. Joe Carter to win the World Series, come from behind walk off home run to win the World Series is automatically top of yes. every list. It should be anyway. Yeah, yeah. And that backflip um, one is that especially after that inning. Oh god, that <laughs> inning! I cried in that inning when Russell Martin <laughs> threw that ball back and it hit that since you choose bat. And I said, we're not going out like this. I'm like, this is not okay. And you yeah. can see Russell's face because he was like, what is even going on? I'm like, this is not okay. And then and then the whole place and they were throwing stuff and then there was oh. fights and it was just like benches cleared twice. And it was like the most... And then they, they kicked the baseball around for like the Texas Rangers. That's the whole thing. When the Texas Rangers were mad, I was like, you yeah. are the ones that kicked the base. Like You can't give they, the yeah. most potent offense in baseball multiple chances to burn you. Two or three innings at two or three errors that inning it was, it was honestly it was like it was it was crazy they completely mm-hmm. sort of lost control of that inning yeah. and bautista and i don't even think he was thinking about no the pitcher at all he wasn't thinking about because i honestly think he was just like damn it i did a really good job because he <laughs> threw it and just like screamed yeah. and and then ran and then and i think it's i think it was just so much like frustration and it's just oh, yeah. so much frustration, and then he just had to like like let it out. It's yeah. like they killed like the demon, and then they had to you know, and he had to celebrate it. And yeah. I honestly don't think, and uh, I honestly don't think it was against the Texas Rangers. I don't think no. he was even thinking about that pitcher. I don't think he. No, to me it was like there's something in my head. Let me get rid of it. Yeah, and he's just like, or he's just like, I, I gotta. I, just, I, I, I was so good because I did such a good job, and you just like you just feel it. And I think honestly the the emotions were so high. And I think we underestimate how much the fans in that stadium were like the feeling. Oh, of, it was crazy. Like, I, I, I know people who were there and they were like, people's jerseys were Mini Bautista was there. Mini, of course, that kid's <laughs> always there. That kid. Um, Michael Saunders. Mike Saunders. Um, Captain Canada. Captain Canada. I hated that nickname. I don't know if he likes it or not. I don't know either. I think somebody was calling him the bringer of snow, which I think is actually a lot funnier. <laughs> and I think the Blue Jays should have just let him, let them done, do that. Yeah. But um, the thing I know about Mike Saunders is that uh, he was a Blue Jay fan from the time he was a kid. And he wanted to be a Blue Jay more than just about anybody else. Yeah. And when he hurt his knee last year, that was, that was crazy, devastating to him. Like just It just like made him so sad. And when he was able to not only start the season healthy, but also just play so well, mm-hmm. like it's very, very, and, and people like I've met him. He's a really nice guy, insanely blue eyes, like the most blue eyes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, very tall, um, but uh, good handshake. Um, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> he, he was, he's, you know. He's a package. Um, He'll make it in life. He's got a yeah, good he's handshake. Yeah, he's got a good handshake. Um, but he's, uh, he's got, he's just, he's just played so well. And that's why I was like, just vote this guy into the All-Star. He so wanted to go to the All-Star game. Yeah. He talked about that. And his grandpa in Newfoundland was like, <laughs> I watch all his games. And I was like, just send him to the All-Star <laughs> game so his grandpa can watch him. Like, yeah. come on. So, um, yeah. So, He's had a great season. Oh, he's had a great season. He's yeah. a, he's another one who's going to make a lot of money. Oh yeah, for in sure. In the off season, for I don't know sure. where he's going to be, but he's he's they're gonna they yeah. Someone's going to pay him well. Somebody's going to pay him well, and it might he might not never have another season like this. But true. 
Yeah. But um, this season definitely has been a great one. Let's get to the bullpen. Ooh. Let's talk about some pitchers here. <laughs> That's a little uh, scary. <laughs> so my, I think the most underrated pitcher Toronto has is R.A. Dickey. Or underappreciated. Oh, God. That. People hate that man. I feel yeah. so bad because he's just, I feel really bad. Although, I will say this. Knuckleballs are terrible. Like, it's a terrible pitch. <laughs> it's just like, I remember when he was first acquired, my father says to me, he goes, do you know what these people are? Goes, know what this is? He goes, it's a trick pitch, and he goes, and it's total. It's just gar- garbage. And I was like, <laughs> and and I was like, he's like, he's not the ace. He's just, but he, I think he's underappreciated. I think people don't realize how many how many innings yeah he eats. Mm-hmm. I think people don't realize how good his numbers are. Like if he was not him and he was the fifth starter, and for he was another fifth starter that had the similar numbers, people would be totally satisfied with I his think numbers. So. But because he won an ERA, he got. I mean, he won the uh, Cy Young. Cy Young, yeah. and he's a knuckleballer, and people. I think, I think they made a mistake of, um, putting the expectation of of him yeah. being the ace. The ace, yeah. Which you're never gonna be. I I don't think you're gonna be the ace with a knuckleball. Like, honestly, it's a trick pitch. Like you're not. You're just not gonna be. But he's gonna. He's a perfectly serviceable fourth, fifth. Star, yeah. Completely. I think he's fine. I hope he comes back. Really? I hope he comes. Yeah. I think I think people I think he might go play in the National League. He'll go back? Yeah, I think so. Be better on his knees. I think the issue He could pitch till he's fifty. He's I got know no he what's I that know. ligament? He's got UCL. Yeah. He has no UCL ligament. That's actually his story, actually. If people haven't read his biography, they should just read his autobiography because he's a, a tremendously interesting person. Yeah. He's had a very interesting life. He's had mm-hmm. he's a very brave guy in a lot of ways. He's got I watched the movie. Yeah, knuckleball. Netflix, that's yeah. yeah, that's an interesting thing because there's not a lot. There's not a lot of them out there, and yeah. they all sort of band together. That's so cool. I hope yeah. he comes back. But yeah, you're right. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Let's just he can say. last another five, six years somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Marco Estrada. Fantastic. He's great. Seems to be like a, he's a revelation. He's like he's yeah, he could be a really big star. Yeah. And he does it with, um, he doesn't have a huge fastball. He does it completely. We're talking about like hum and chalk. He's yeah. like pure chalk. Like He's that is, chuck. that's what it, that's what it is. It's like, you have to use your brain. He really knows how to pitch. Yeah. He really knows how to work hitters. He knows how to work the strike zone. And he's just really, really good. His changeup is ridiculous. Like he's just really, really good. He's a good pitcher. Jay Happ. Jay Happ is someone when they reacquired him. In the off season, yeah, yeah, I yeah. sort of rolled my eyes because he was kind of he annoyed me when he was originally a Blue Jay, and yeah. then he was, I think he was an Astro, and then he was a Pittsburgh Pirate, and at some point when he was a Pirate, he figured out how to pitch. He or found he figured, himself. Yeah, he found himself a little bit, and so far this year, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's been amazing. He's been better than David Price. This is the thing. My my thing is that Marcus Stroman and David Price are trying to find out who can pitch the worst. <laughs> they're just having it's they're like having a race a, to the bottom. It's a race to the bottom. <laughs> I will say this about David Price is I will always love him for in general. He's got an infectious smile. He's he's you can't, like you can't not like that. And guy. one thing about David Price is like a couple of years ago when he was still a devil a, a ray. He's they're not devil rays anymore. I think it was a ray, but he he posted a picture on Twitter and said Anybody who can guess the number of bubblegum pieces I chewed in this, like it was like a wad of bubblegum in this picture. Um, 
gets assigned baseball from me and like the whole staff of the Rays, like the whole starting rotation. Yeah. And I guessed correctly. And he mailed me You're a baseball. You're kidding no, me. I think it was 30, 32, 32 pieces of gum. And I have, and it's got James Shields on it. It's got David Price's number or like his signature on it. Um, I forget who else is on it, but Matt Moore, I think is the other one who's on it. Um, but yeah, like, that and is an amazing baseball. That's a great story. I know. And it's just like, and ever since then, I'm like, that's so, he, I'm like, what an adorable story. I'm yeah. like, and like, he still follows me on Twitter because he needed to get my address. Sure, sure. So, um, and uh, they did a little story. They didn't ask me. They asked him about it on for an interview on yeah. MLB.com. And he said it's a nice lady from Toronto or nice young lady from Toronto. Nice young something. lady from Toronto. Yeah. And it was that just, nice. he's just really, and when I said that, I told my father about that and he's like, he's the best lefty since uh, Randy Johnson. And then I told him, my dad said that and he goes, that's very nice. Thank you. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you're just a nice guy. And he's really smart. He went like, he went to a really good American college. I think he went to Vanderbilt, Yeah, which is a pretty fancy college. And yeah, I've always liked him. I've always, I've always thought he was great. I hated facing him. Because he usually dominates the Blue Jays. He does. He does. Um, Marcus Stroman, he's had a tough year. Yeah, he has. I mean, Or, or is it expectations of, of the year he was Part of have? that, and I think we forget that he basically has not had a full big league season under his belt because last year he hurt his knee. Yeah, so he right. missed most of that season. And the year before, I think he was called up mm-hmm. mid-season. So he, he doesn't have a full... This is his first full year. First full year. And I think... The road to success is not always straight. Sometimes you have two steps forward and one mm-hmm. step, ba- step back. And, and I think that, that start after the All-Star break, I honestly agree with what Pete Walker said. Where he says you're just, he's just out of his routine and it yeah. didn't quite. Too much partying down south. I don't think it was too much of that. <laughs> I think he just honestly, because they probably get to enough trouble here in Toronto. There's tequila there's in Toronto, a, there's too. A lot let's to just do. say. There's attractive women in tequila in Toronto. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, do you... Th- so when he started, mm-hmm. I said, okay, he, I, I said he's too small. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that. There's no plane. There's no yep. downward or, or less of a downward plane. So all his pitches are like almost straight all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and so I was greatly surprised that he was very good last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, to- I don't know who the right marcus stroman is like who's who's the real one he's got a lot of talent he's got a lot of stuff oh absolutely he can throw strikes in his sleep he's mm-hmm. th- he's that's kind of just like god-given the baseball gods have blessed him with a feel for pitching let's yeah. say he is short but he's not shorter than pedro martinez pitchers have been short P- there are short pitchers like, maybe his arm is short <laughs> maybe i don't i don't know what it is but as long as he keep people are saying oh well he left the ball up and he get if he leaves the ball up he gets hit well 99 99 percent of pitchers if they leave the ball up they're going to get hit that's yeah. just the nature of that's the nature of the game that's yeah. just how it works so if he works on keeping the ball down and keeping his just simplifying and working to keep the ball down i don't see he's an extreme sinker ball like he gets the ball like yeah, ground balls like a machine, and you just shoot them out to Tulowitzki, and and everything's happy. True, true. I hope he turns it around. I think he he's will. He's a very likable guy. Oh yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, he, I think I think I have faith in him. He's still really young. People forget that. That's so true. Aaron Sanchez. Yep. The the pitcher that I didn't think was going to be as good as Marcus. Really? Is yeah. I don't know. There was something about his delivery. It, it seemed weird. It seemed short. Talking about short, it, it yeah. Um, 
he's so much bigger than last year. Like it's noticeably different. Even if the media didn't say anything. I think anything. it's entirely I think it's entirely in his butt, honestly. Like he's got a much bigger lower half. I said I think I tweeted this last which, night. I'm which like, baseball players need. Like Um pitchers, like people don't re- people will think, Oh, it's the arm, it's the shoulder, oh, it's, it's the legs. It's the legs. It's, the hips, it's yeah. entirely about like and usually when they go wrong they say look at where the feet are landing because that's where everything comes from. The big power pitchers have big thighs, big butt. And honestly, if you, I said this, I'm like, they're talking about how confidently he's pitching. I'm like, he carries his confidence in his ass. That's how, <laughs> that's how he's good. But he, you can physically see that he's big. He's grown. He's, I think Pat Han- Hankin called it his man weight. And I he's think got his man weight. He's got his man weight. And, and this kid is, this kid is a blue Jay from, they drafted him out of high school. Yeah. He's been their little project for how, I forget what year he was drafted, but for as long as 24 years old and what was him Syndergaard and I can't remember who the third uh, pitcher was Nicolino I think the, the Lansing three Lansing yeah and um you do have to re- people have to remember they're like talking about well should you get be in the bullpen is he going to start the year in the bullpen is he a starter all this stuff I said at the time I said the the Jays have a vested interest in making sure this guy is successful as possible because we have to remember just from like not a self-esteem thing or a or a like organizational yep. image thing but they have to remember that they gave away, or they they traded Noah Syndergaard and kept this kid. Yes. So they're going to do everything in their power to make sure this kid is successful from an organizational for sure is, viewpoint. You brought up Noah. Is Noah Syndergaard Noah Syndergaard that we know of if he stayed a Jay? Oh sure, that's yeah? talent. Yeah, that's just that's pure talent. But I will say that I'll put myself on the record here. Um, Aaron Sanchez is a better pitcher. All right. I'm going to, like, take this clip. You're going to take this clip, and, and we'll just see. Although, there's a coworker of mine that loves Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard is a he's fantastic amazing. pitcher. I would love to have him in the Jays' rotation. He's, oh, yeah. He's great. He's lovely, but you know what? You have to. His arm is going to blow out this year. Um, That's very my... close. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he, they are hanging on by a very... That, that Mets rotation is hanging on by a very thin... Uh, yeah. Matt Harvey's already gone. He's gone. Um, yeah. It's crazy. But I, I was reading something from uh, University of Waterloo that mm-hmm. had something today. So there, mm-hmm. there was a study. Uh, so there, the name of the article is Inning Limits Don't Prevent MLB Pitching Injuries. Right. I don't know if you came across this. I have read that, yes. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's it's there's it's, The thing about it is that it's – I will recommend reading the, the a book called The Arm by Jeff Passan who, who covers this entire thing. He says yeah. that – um, pitching is the biggest commodity in sports like sports um, people like, or like organizations pay more for pitching than any other they pay pitchers more than quarterbacks they more than goalies yeah, more than do. defensemen any every five days 33 point starts. guards centers any of that stuff yeah they pay they paid david price 200 something million dollars i shiver just think about it. like they've paid like pitching is worth a yeah. lot of money and it's so volatile and they honestly have no idea yeah and so i will true. just say i will just say that the only thing i know for sure is that it's a tremendously bad thing to do to your body it's not normal it's not normal the way they throw is not normal no and i think i think they don't i think what they they know for sure is is tiny like the, like yeah. the, the fraction of what they know is not big i think they need to put a lot more science into it and I think a lot of it, too, is not just innings limit and spin rate and workload and all that stuff. I think some of it is just how you're how you're put together physiologically, like genetics and that kind of thing. Yeah. 
And I like I I honestly because they talk about well should they put him in the bullpen should they save his arm they should should they do this and that, but I think I think they don't know. And I also think that if they take him out of the rotation and then don't replace him with anything that is as good, which by the way there's not anything as good as on the market. I think they're going to have trouble walking into that clubhouse and looking people in the eye because mm. they mm. these boys are hungry. Yeah. And it's go- it's going to be a very difficult choice. I have a feeling that they talked about it in um the spring and they said he's going to be put into the bullpen around this time. They said that back in the spring and yeah. it's slightly changed john gibbons won't even answer questions he doesn't yeah, I saw yeah he's that. like he's like no he goes i'm tired of answering that i th- i think if they I, I think when they get chris sale he'll uh <laughs> they're not gonna get chris sale by the way <laughs> just one can just, hope <laughs> yeah we can dream but this is the, the, they're, they're i really don't think they're gonna get chris sale but um as i don't they don't have enough pieces that chicago no that's want. so true but it's not that they have no pieces some people think oh they, they traded everything away last year but n- no they didn't they have a lot of they just don't have stuff that's like there's obviously stages. They have stuff in stage two and double A and single A. They have yeah. a lot of very nice pieces there. They don't have a lot of depth, like major league ready depth. That's so true. Say. It's because they traded it away last year. But they did, and that's okay. That was very fun. It was, just, it was a great. It was it was fantastic. Yep. Um, okay, let's go into the. Um, let's go go with the relievers. Okay. Uh, Jason Grilly. He's been amazing. He's been really great. Great eighth inning pitcher. Fantastic. Um, very enthusiastic. He is. So Loves Pearl Jam. Loves Pearl Jam. <laughs> he's he's very funny. Likes grilled cheese sandwiches. Which yeah. I, who can't get behind that? For sure. Um, Brett Cecil. Is he going to find himself this year? Um, I think so. Yeah. I, I, honestly, Brett Cecil getting injured in the ALDS is why they didn't win, didn't go to the World Series. By the way. Yes. They would have so beat Kansas City and gone to the World Series. And I totally agree. The Mets were the Mets, then the Jays would have won the World Series. Yeah, I totally you agree. Put, with you. Put, I'll just put that on the record too. That's he's my got the when it's on, he's got the best looking curveball. Oh, he's he's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. He's everything you want in a lefty specialist yeah. bullpen guy. He's everything. Yeah. Um, but when it's not happening, it's it's bad. And, True. And I think he's also a free agent this year, so it'll be interesting. He's not going to want to go out. That. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's a free agent. I think he's another one that he might get paid. He might, but not if he's p- hit pitching like the way he has been pitching. Yeah. And sometimes I don't know. I don't have actual facts on this. I don't have. I don't know how much he weighs, but sometimes when he gets a little heavy, he's less good, and hmm. he looks a little heavier. When he was really good, he was quite skinny. He was less. <laughs> but um, yeah, I. I I don't know that for sure. That's that's just me sort of off the top of my head. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually heavier, but he does look a little bit rounder. Because there was a time when he was a starting pitcher, he was he didn't run. He wasn't disciplined very much. Like mm. he didn't so he has a tendency to be a little He comes bit. from the David Wells school of oh, well, David Wells is like the extreme. But David Wells, by the way, was an absolutely fantastic pitcher. Oh, and for probably sure. could have been in the Hall of Fame if had he kept himself a little bit healthier. Yeah. He had a, he had a perfect game, he's got a couple of World Series Twenty year career. There That's are worse right. there are worse careers than David oh, Wells. Uh, by oh the absolutely way. totally agree. Totally agree. But he was also like Yes, he was very heavy, but he was also strong as an ox. Like that was just he's yeah. just CC's bath is the same thing. He's absolutely That's right. he's massive, but he's also like just He seems like to have lost ox. it though. A little 
Or is it just, it's just, just older. Blue. Yeah. He's just older. That's yeah. all. They all lose it. At they all point. get older. They hit yeah. 30 and they go down. <laughs> also, he had, he had alcohol problems. He had. That's right. Yeah. 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 I remember when he got into a little altercation in a club in Toronto and his, the person he was with, his friend, like yeah. got him into a cab, like pushed him into a cab. And I remember thinking his friend must be tremendously strong. This man is 6'6 six, six and 250 pounds. I'm like, that is, that's a large man to try to like finagle and get away yeah. from. It's so crazy. I was like, and also that's a friend. That's a friend who gets you out of, yeah. out of bad situations. Um, Drew Storen came for a little while and then yeah. now he's gone. <laughs> he was here. Now he was gone. here. Yeah. The Drew Storen experiment is, 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 is over. over. Uh, but it allowed people to say it allowed uh, Aaron Sanchez to start. To start. And, so he was um, good. Yep. We'll call that a good trade. I still think, well, the Ben Revere was not, is not. He's not doing anything. He would be like the sixth outfielder depth-wise right. on this yeah. team. Like he's not, True. like that was still the right thing. They had, they had a surplus of one thing and not enough of another thing. So they traded surplus for, to address a need. And so anybody saying that they should have kept Ben Revere, no. No. Is and, Bia Genie still around? Oh yeah, he's around. I miss his interviews. They're not interviewing him, yeah, him anymore. Yeah, they, they did the one the other day. Did they? I must have yeah. missed that. Yeah. He's a joy to listen to. He's he's a strange dude, but yeah. he's yeah he's interesting. He's a relief pitcher. They tend to be kind of weird. Pitchers in general, by the way, are strange strange creatures, and relief pitchers are... Are the strangest of the group. <laughs> yeah, strange. Strange. Roberto Osuna Jr. Oh, oh, Jr. Isn't his dad senior? Possibly, but yeah. he's only known as That's Roberto That's true, Roberto Osuna. Osuna. Yeah. So I had a chance to meet him mm -hmm. this past weekend. So was it Saturday's game? Saturday's game. That's exciting. After the game. So not even at the game, but after the game, he did a pitching clinic. And I heard Leeside. about that. Yeah, I heard about that. So my son, I registered my son for that. Fantastic. Because he finally showed interest. After, <laughs> after 10 years, he of shows just, interest. Yeah, yeah. 10 years of me going to soccer games. Yeah. He finally said, Papa, I don't want to play soccer anymore. Oh, fantastic. And so there Love was a little joy, but there was like, I know I don't want you to be a quitter. Yeah. At the same time, so yeah. we went to we went to so before this pitching clinic, we the Jays have this thing with Honda. They do this yep the like super four, camps four hours yeah. So yep. this was like a four hour thing. Yeah, in Scarborough we went to, and it turned out a couple of his friends from school were there. Nice, um, and he loved it. Fantastic. He was like the last. Everyone had gone home when it was done, and he was still out there with his two friends. Um, so he loved it. So someone showed me, hey, there's this pitching clinic that Lisa and baseball is doing. Mm -hmm. Osuna's going to be there. Mm -hmm. um, I said, okay, let's take this next step um his father is amazing yeah smile all the time pitcher too by the way yes yes and he was part of the pitching clinic teaching yep. you know raise you know raise so my son's a right hander so raise your left leg high um so that was fantastic uh so that was really really good so yeah. we've got a jersey signed beautiful by him lovely lovely so I, I need guy to frame that he's, he's really lovely, nice lovely and he's guy. like i've met him so too. young yeah. he's a child and he's been around forever. Big, big, sad brown eyes and just yeah. lovely, just lovely, lovely kid. And uh, I know um, some of the beat writers really love him. Like uh, Arturo he? is uh, Mercano's. I love. Yeah. I love Arturo. So I've had yeah. him in studio. Yes, I know. And and I remember Arturo telling me that that kid's that kid's good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, should he be a starter? Mm, no, I think he's well. I guess it. I guess it depends on who they have next year and all these sort of things. But I think he. I think he's thriving in the role he's in right now. Hmm. Um, he does. He does have Tommy John under his belt. So that's right. 
he does like he tweeted that today it's been three years since he's he had um tommy john the other thing about roberto asuna that like he's 20 i think he's 20 years old 20 21 years he's old young yeah. really young um I don't know if you saw that special on him in I didn't know in on Sportsnet yeah. where they talked about where he's from. Mexico he's quite literally from a shack yeah. in Mexico. Like his his dad was a migrant worker. Like picked like he played baseball, but he also I think I think um, Roberto quit school when he was thirteen when was picking fruit like Crazy. picking picking and and you think about how long ago that was. That was not long ago. Like my when I started my blog, he was living in a shack. That's nuts. You know, like some of these guys come from yeah. extreme poverty. Well, especially when you're coming from places like Mexico, the Dominican Republic. Uh, that was actually interesting. One of the things about Bautista is that when he first signed his contract, um, some one of the Sportsnet radio guys asked him, did you ever imagine that you'd have this much money or you were ever be this successful? And Bautista yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> and the thing about Bautista is that he was... Um, both like his mother has a master's degree. He went dad, to a good school. He He's... went to a really good school. They were upper middle class. They yeah. went to, they had really nice. Um, they had like, they were upper middle class, very educated. Like they, like when your mother has a master's degree, that means your family is up yeah. at a certain, like the certain like sure. education is, is yeah. very, very, um, important, like valued, important. Yeah. And, um, so he's a different kind of Latin player, I guess fair you enough. could say. Yeah, yeah, fair then, enough. Like a lot of a lot of people think that these guys come from all yeah. of them come from like the cane field and, and they come from Yeah. Some of them do, certainly. Well, Jose or, Reyes had absolutely no money. Arturo would argue that the majority Absolutely like the vast majority of them. Um you know, baseball is, is, is a is a way out and when they don't get out, they're screwed. This is what um I was at the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame induction last summer and Felipe Alou was one of the inductees and he yeah. talked about how he says he thinks like most uh Dominicans have children just to make baseball players. And he says like people come up to him and their six year old is there and yeah. they're like, What do you think? to Felipe Alou and Alou's <laughs> like it's like He's a kid. I, I don't know. He's six. I don't know. What am I supposed to say about this? But, but, um, and actually Carlos Delgado was there too. And he talked about, he thinks Puerto Ricans have, have kids just to just make to baseball, baseball players. players. Yeah. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, that baseball in Latin America, that's, it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Let's move on. Okay. Let's talk about, um, are the Jays going to do, are the, you think they're going to do well this year? Yeah. Yeah. They're great. All right. Okay. Going all the way. No, I don't know. Uh, Baltimore is a thorn in their side, Damn and it. I really don't. I don't know how Baltimore has been so successful, other than the fact that they get hit the snot out yeah. of the baseball. That's basically, and they have a pretty nice bullpen. But and Boston's hung in there. Boston's hung in there. There, I said this the other day that um, there's a hospital in Boston with a wing named after the Red Sox bullpen because really they're <laughs> they're all injured. There's so many injuries and. Yeah. Uh, Davis Price has not pitched particularly. Like, their best, this is again talking about the knuckleball, their best pitcher it's has been knuckleballer. the knuckleballer. He's got the best ERA in, That's right. in baseball, I think. <laughs> or just at least in the in the American League. He does, yeah. But, it's ridiculous. like, whatever, Boston, get out. And also, David Ortiz needs to stop. He's just having a magical season. He is, but it's he also needs to like him. Sure, but he also needs to stop saying Edwin needs to come to Boston. <laughs> otherwise, yeah, that's not helping us. <laughs> otherwise, David Ortiz and I will just have to break up because yeah, I'm you. like I'm I'm over you, buddy. Just <laughs> back off. 
let's uh, let's end up with a couple of a uh, couple of stuff here. Okay. Um, so women reporters in baseball. You're you're not a reporter. But no, I'm not a reporter, but I do. But you blog about it. I blog you you about don't hide it. it. No. Um, I've I've seen and and you know I I follow Stacy May a lot. Yep. Um, and so I, I know that in general women are, um, I don't know if attacked is the right word, but I'll use it. Okay. Um, for having opinions on baseball, sports in general, yeah. Sports in general, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever faced stuff? I have been relatively lucky. Yeah. But I have faced. I had once had a guy who said I should be um, raped and tortured because he didn't agree with. Like what? I don't. I was like, I didn't agree, like, because I didn't agree with something that he thought about pitching or something like that. And I thought, I thought, I remember thinking to myself, over pitching, like, I'm like, what? <laughs> and and um, so that's the biggest one. But I've had ones where like people say that I'm only interested in it because I want to like sleep with baseball players, or yeah. like if I defend a player, it's because you know, that's basically my only vesting yeah. interest in any of this. Um, I sometimes hide what. I look like on mm-hmm. certain form, but then it, I like at first I did, I hit it all the time. Like when I first started blogging, I hit it all the time, but then okay. I was on television as me. I was on stage at pitch talks for instance, as me. Yeah. So, and then I have my own face on Twitter, like as me. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think I, my profile is big enough to get the full brunt of a lot of stuff, but somebody like Julie DeCaro who writes, who's a sports writer in Chicago, they did that video. They did that video that of her. That was and so sp- shocking. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing. You hear that. Like, men say that. Yeah. And nearly every woman is like, yeah. It happens. Yeah. They hear that. And, I don't and, get it. Like, I, I and don't... she t- took a, on a whole other, um, she got a whole bunch of other crap this week because she was not oh. like, because she's a Chicago Cubs fan. Yeah. And when they signed um, Aroldis Chapman, or they traded for him. Yeah. She had issues with it, and I think it's totally legit to have yeah. issues yeah, about this. Sure. Mm-hmm. And people said, uh, "Shut your big fat mouth! Why do you? Why do you always whine? Why do you? Why do you keep talking about baseball? Maybe find, maybe go cheer for the White Sox." Which I thought was kind of funny, but um, <laughs> but like constantly, and they said you're like dragging his name through the mud. And I'm thinking, I think he did that himself. He did it himself. And um, the thing that she really got in in um, that people really got their men really got after her for is that she reported on the Patrick Kane case, the, yes. the black Hawk that yes. was accused of sexually assaulting a yeah. woman. Um, and literally all she did was report what people had told her about the case. Yeah. Like details of that. They still don't give that up. They still say you dragged Kane's name through the mud. You did all sorts of stuff. And I, I've said this to her and I said this about Chapman too. I said, I wish these people would just admit that they like a terrible person because they're good at sports. That is so true. Because I said, I said, they're not like, stop attacking the Julie DeCaros of the world because they're reporting on facts or what people are saying. Like she didn't do any investigation on Patrick Kane. All she did was, did was report what the police were saying, what lawyers were saying. Yeah. She just reported facts. And she also told me, everything the details that came out that she heard that she couldn't report because of yeah various reasons um were like it's crazy patrick kane is not a good person let's just say he's so weird that in general sports fans and men yeah 
are, 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 are jerks. Well, it's it's a weird kind of thing. They get particularly especially protective sports. about sports. It's like the one. It's the it's like they figure it's the one thing they're allowed to have, and and they they talk about how feminism is ruining everything. That's what they say, and and um, there's like a weird there's a weird um, there's a weird uh, sort of opinion that that we're not allowed. But I I read somewhere that forty percent of baseball fans are women. So. That's a big. That's a big number. And if you look at, if you watch, at fan events and stuff, if you look at the number of young people at these events for the Blue Jays, it's really, people should be thrilled because Absolutely. it's a young, it's a young crowd. There's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of women, a lot of girls, yeah, that are into it, and it's an amazing sport. It's a sport that is, it's easy for everyone to get into. Yep, I would uh, say. You I don't know. think it's quite as democratic as soccer because you need a little sure. bit more equipment. Yeah, fair enough. I think soccer is probably the most democratic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides maybe wrestling or boxing, <laughs> which is like... Because I said that once when they were going to cut wrestling from the Olympics or they talked which about it or something. Which is nuts. It's like and an I said original sport. I said that's it's one of the most democratic yeah. sports. Like you don't need fancy equipment. You don't equipment. need anything. You just need some training yeah. and boxing. Here's a thing. ground and here are the rules. Here are the rules and, yeah. you know... Um, and baseball's a little bit soccer. You just need cleats and yeah. maybe shin guards and yeah. the ball, and you run around. But it's, baseball's a little bit more, but it's not as expensive as hockey. It's not no. as bad for your brain as football. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Yeah, and it's also a sport that you, especially between parent and child, that the parent is involved. Like you need yep. to teach your kid how to catch, yep. the way to throw. The yep. way to bat. Yep. It's not like soccer. Here's the ball. Go and kick it. Mm -hmm. You know, run and kick, and you know. Yep. It's, I think. It's, it's, I just it's think it's an amazing sport, and I think I we should it. embrace that. I think we should too. You know, and um, yeah. And I appreciate that some people don't like it, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah I don't like so every. Cool. I don't think. I but, don't but like. I think every this sports. whole thing around, um, that it's a you know that you know, especially men getting angry, it's that angry. yeah you know it's like dudes you know. This is this is a game for everybody. Yeah, and I th well, I think it's I think there's some anxiety about, um, I don't know, power maybe, mm. or there's a lot of people are confused. People are not feeling particularly powerful, and I think if you're not feeling powerful, one way some people compensate for that is to attack people who are yeah less powerful. At or, least attack you in a very intelligent way. Yeah. Come up with an and argument. And I find and and I would say that. That male, I'm not going to sit here and say male sports writers don't get their share of no crap one... on the internet, but it's not usually dedicated to something sexual about them. Yeah. Um, I don't think very many sports writers say, um, I hope you get raped again, which is something yeah. people said to Julie DeCaro, yeah. which is just insane. I remember in that video, the guy could barely even look at her. That I was so shy. I said, this can't be real. Yeah, and it's absolutely it's real. And it's yeah. got something to do with, I, I think, the way people interact with each other on... I've had a long, I've had a long theory that held theory that um, looking at someone face to face, you were not going to say something. Yeah. And phone, the phone is a little bit more separated, where yeah. you are, you don't have to look them in the face, and the internet is even more Further separate. Further removed, yeah. And so, so true. you have trouble, like you have, you were freer because you're more anonymous. 
Yeah. Because the number of people who are eggs that I always yeah. say that I, whenever somebody trolls somebody and they, they don't have a profile picture, I'm like, yeah. he's an egg. How can he even type? He has no <laughs> arms. So it's like a, it's, it's like a thing. Cause you know what? Keith law, the, the, um, baseball writer said he didn't like Chapman either. And he got his fair share of, yeah. Of but no crap. One's, no one's telling him to go get raped. Nobody's telling him to go get raped again. Yeah. And, um, nobody's like there's and there nobody's calling him fat nobody's saying yeah um yeah it's 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 very it's a very strange thing but and i will i'm not gonna sit here and say that i've had the worst of it because i haven't yeah but um because i don't think i'm high profile enough this is the thing and that's the other thing that they always say is that that some people always say well just get off twitter because twitter is vile just Mm -hmm. get off twitter and then but you can't be a journalist in this current true in this current climate, well, it's like you and shouldn't be off have Twitter. to. It's, you shouldn't have to remove yourself. It's, it's like you know, with this whole. I don't know if you've ever followed this. Um, uh, these kids that are on a no-fly list, right? And they're telling the parents, "Well, change your kids' names." No, it's like you shouldn't have to. No, exactly. To do that, it it shouldn't be. You know, it, it needs to be. Let's do the right thing. Let's not. Let's fix it. Let's exactly. let's. W- people should not feel that they have the right to harass people yeah, on the internet absolutely. just because you disagree. Because that's another thing. Like you can, like occasionally, some of these writers say things I don't agree with, but mm-hmm. I never say. You suck. You're fat. Yeah. I want to do violent things to you. I just nice. say you're. I don't agree with that. Or this. These are the various ways you are wrong. Like I've. I've. I never once say. Um, and even I've said this, um, I tweeted this to Julie DeCaro. I was like, I disagree with something you said, but I somehow did not threaten to rape her like magic, but it, yeah. it's possible. It's possible it to disagree no, I with totally someone. Agree. I totally agree. Are, are we, you know, related to that? Are, are we, I don't know if it's we as a society or, or the, the major leagues uh, mm-hmm. of the different sports are, are we dealing with domestic abuse properly? No. We are not. I will say um, this is basically from like the baseball perspective because I know more. Yeah, I know, um, I know when various things happen with the NFL. Like the NFL, they just handled it so poorly. So whatever baseball was going to do, they were going to try to make it better than what the NFL. Yeah. But the NFL was so low that it's easy to surpass to the surpass the, surpass what they did. And um, this thing with with Chapman is kind of interesting i find it kind of interesting because the two people who were suspended were jose reyes and yeah chapman and we're not talking very much about jose reyes because he's not particularly having a great year and the mets aren't as good as they were last year true this year chapman throws 105 miles per hour and just got trade a huge massive trade to the cubs who are everybody's saying is going to win the world series yeah so but they still celebrate him they've celebrated him like crazy this this year like he got back and they're like, oh, he's back. And they're all excited about his big fastball and everything. And I'm thinking, why, why are we, we're saying, basically what they're saying is that winning means more than anything else. Yeah. And they said that. And actually it's interesting. The the, the Reds traded him um, to the Yankees for certain prospects and mm-hmm. it was not a particularly great, but they basically offloaded him because yeah. they they didn't want the suspension. They didn't want this particular person yeah. working for them anymore. The Yankees took a chance on him, let him have a suspension. And used did him. well. Did well. And then they got a very nice tidy package from the Cubs, mm-hmm. considerably more than what they gave up to get him in the first place. So I just find it interesting that 
they basically it's and it's interesting the people that said they had issues about it i think it's a completely legitimate thing like i think the cubs cubs management said something about how um they talked about like off-field conduct and stuff we've with spoken them. to him we <laughs> about told him his our expectations this is really that was really funny he said today through a translator that he had just woken up from a nap and he has no idea what they said to him <laughs> so i don't know and the other thing about him like like jose reyes did also did something terrible and and whether or not he was sincere about apologizing but he did actually take at least vocal responsibility like he said that he was sorry and and when this first happened chapman did not yeah take which was not take personal he didn't take any personal responsibility for it he has since said something but i'm just like I'm just like this is it's very like a bizarre. non-apology apology right and he's yeah. like I'm sorry you're offended yeah because like, we just had a fight and I'm thinking you shot up your garage in anger that's crazy after you choked the mother of your child it's yeah I don't think we're dealing with properly I, I, I wish I wish they would be dealt as harsh if not harsher than taking drugs absolutely I think I think it um, is ridiculous it is pretty ridiculous that you get 80 games for a first um a first uh, offense with yeah. with performance enhancing drugs and then you get 30 games for for beating somebody up for for both of them choked their yeah significant other and they get to play in the playoffs yes they do that's the other thing yeah that's, that's that true that is stupid but the thing the thing about it is that um it it'll be interesting to see how they move forward with it because the thing we always have to remember with these things is that the players association for major league baseball is the most powerful sports union in the world. Yeah. So um it's not that major league baseball is like have their hands tied, but that is a major factor. It's the same reason why tobacco is not banned. It's the same reason hmm. why a lot of stuff doesn't happen is because they have like the players association has a lot of power. Nuts. Indeed. Wow. Listen, thanks so much for coming in. No problem. We've that was a long time. That was a really long time. Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much, uh, Joanne. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, and if you want to learn more about Joanne and her love of baseball, just go to humandchuck.com. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter, at humandchuck. At humandchuck. There's no hum and there's no chuck. It's there's no chuck. Hum I'm not chuck. hum, and I'm not married to chuck. <laughs> it's just a baseball thing. Thanks so much. No problem.